The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. It'll be Ezra Levant at the bottom of this hour. He's the publisher of uh, Rebel News. Rebel News is a great news outlet, an independent, truly independent news outlet out of Canada that is giving us the true scoop on what's happening with the truckers in Canada as they have their Truckers for Freedom uh, get-together. And what they're doing really does have positive results that were not getting reported to us by CNN here or CNN in Canada or by the CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting um, uh, Company, I think. I don't think it's called the CBS. I think it's called the CBC. Either way. Um, and by the way, that is owned by the government. That's run by the government. I didn't realize, Carrie, I wonder if you realize this, that other members of so-called journalism in Canada also get paid off every year by the government. I was not aware of that. Yep, just give them a whole bunch of money. Hey, here's a bunch of money for you. Have a nice one. And uh, and what do you think they're going to do? What do you, I mean, what do you think they're going to do? Of course they're going to line up and do whatever Trudeau <laughs> wants, you know, or else you don't get your money. See, that's kind of wow. whack as well. So we'll, we'll have that at the bottom of the hour for you, some other stories in between, and my PAGS parody that's based on eastbound and down. I call it Big Rigs Are Down. Make sure you stick around for that. It's gotten pretty good reviews. Even that one said it was pretty good. <laughs> Referring to me? That I was one. talking to the people. Talking to the people. Oh, okay. All right. What days? I forget what days. That one. Oh, Friday. It is so Friday. Let's go. Mm. Horns. That was Carrie every time. Wine fart. I was never late. Wine fart. No, <laughs> there's no such thing. Yes, there is. It's disgusting. No. Let's go, Bob. Bring it. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Free speech Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. I set the agenda Monday through Thursday. On Friday, you get to help out. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. And again, JoePags.com. You scroll down and click on contact. That email comes right to me. You can go to all the social media sites that are listed. Just click on one of those uh, one of those icons for your favorite site. Go and follow us there. The TikToks are, are going a little nuts. Now, do I call it the talk or the TikToks? TikTok. What? Not the TikTok. Not the talk. TikTok. 18,600 on the truckers one. It's only 15 seconds long. It's such a weird website. It really is. And by the way, they, they, were, they were sort of monitoring me for a minute, and then they backed off, and they, they restored everything. So it's all very weird. It's, it, it's a website I'm still learning about, and I've already explained why I'm on the talk, because you know the social media websites like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that are based here are all censoring and collecting data. Um, I know going in what I'm getting from TikTok, and I'm getting virality, and they're not censoring me. Oh, they did for a day, and now they're not today. If they start again tomorrow, I'll leave that one too. But uh, go in and pick your favorite site. It's usually going to be at Joe Pags. J-O-E-P-A-G-S, or at Joe Talk Show. If it's a verified account, it's going to be me. On TikTok, I'm not verified yet. I don't know what it takes to get verified on TikTok, so I have no idea. So it is just at Joe Pags, and it is not a verified account. So 
I uh, last night on the air, I started out loud singing lines that I thought would work for Eastbound and Down when it comes to the trucker situation in Canada. I put the parody together uh, probably about two and a half, three hours ago. Four part harmony for you on the on the harmony parts. But I think the words are the most important thing. Like the one guy called, he was going to say he didn't like the music or some crap. I didn't have any time for him. But he liked the words. Carrie, he liked the words. That was the important part, right? Okay, absolutely. Yes. Yes. By the way, Pete is in for Polo and uh, and CJ is in for Sam. So we appreciate them as well. Let me give you the PAGS parody. Yep, back to two days in a row, Carrie. We're bringing the parodies. I know. Whoa. Two days in a row. Next week, huh? By the way, have you ever heard of of, of Galentine's Day? Galentine's Day? Yes, Galentine's Day. Yep. What the beep is Galentine's Day? (laughs) Well, it's either, I think, if you have someone in your life, you're going to spend the 14th with them. Yes. But for the 13th, it's all about your girlfriends and going out and having lunches or manicures or whatever you guys want to do. And if I guess if you don't have anybody, this is how I'm assuming it goes, on the 14th, you spend it with your girlfriends. So go out to have dinner, you have some wine, you go to a movie. It's Strictly speaking, would Hillary Clinton, in your opinion, be a candidate to do Galentine's Day? Oh, um, no. Appears to be married for like 60 years to the yeah. former president. Yeah. So Valentine's Day is not, because I never heard of it before today, but it's yeah. not it's not something that somebody in her position would necess- necessarily commemorate. Well, I guess she could if she had some girlfriends. That- well, I bring it up because she, she posted something on Instagram just in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, and I guess she's reveling in the fact that people are reporting some lie about Trump flushing papers down the, down the, um, the toilet. What does that have to do with Galentine's Day? I don't know. And she says, just in time for Galentine's Day, I thought you'd enjoy this. And there's a picture of her allegedly wearing a hat, I think it's photoshopped, that says, but her emails. And it's on her official account mm-hmm. on Instagram. And the picture's okay. like from 1992. So I, I, I did a TikTok on it. And I actually say, I say in the TikTok, what is that picture from 1992? Hmm. It's so stupid. I have, have to look at that. Galentine's Day. All right. The PAGS parody, <laughs> Big Rigs Are Down. Let's go. Breaker 1-9, we stopped here in Ottawa. What do you want us to do? Big Rigs Are Down. Those Canucks ain't trucking. They're going to park the tyranny subsides. They've got a long way to go. But you know they ain't budging. Drop the mandates, they will move their rights. They were driving, pulling their loads. Then came word from Trudeau. Get back store, we'll quarantine your ass. The truckers said, hold on now. It's not like this is Moscow. We'll just park it, not let you pass. Big rigs are down. Those Canucks ain't trucking. They'll stay parked till government backs down. They've got all the stuff we need. Not sure when it's coming. Drop the mandates, they'll head into town. Big rigs are down. Block the bridge from Windsor. You can't get to Canada from Detroit. They're not asking much. Don't dictate their health care. Back up and they'll go from here to there. Go there. Oh, government, stop their cash. GoFundMe can kiss my ass. We sent them money to support freedom. To bypass the Gestapo, keep turn to give, send, go. Then they changed the law to stop that cash. Take it home. Big rigs are down. They'll go back to trucking. Soon as those sick mandates are all dropped. We know big gov and the press. 
Light exchange our mindset. We support freedom. These rules must stop. There you go, supporting the truckers in Canada, and uh, God bless them, man. God bless them. Now, Carrie, do me a favor and keep a, keep an eye on your news sources because right about now, or 15 minutes ago, they're yeah. supposed to start uh, clearing the the bridge between Windsor and Detroit. Right. Now, I wonder okay. what they're physically doing, uh, and I wonder if there's video or any sort of an update out there that that shows what they're mm-hmm. doing. Uh, you never know; they they might push it off till tomorrow morning, or there's going to be something happening right now, oh, and one well. wonders if there's going to be a, a confrontation. Go ahead. What do you have? Well, I just uh, clicked on Daily Mail, the headline, Freedom Convoy votes to stay on the bridge and defy Trudeau's order declared by 7 p.m. A p.m. threatened that everything is on the table, including using the military after call with Biden to discuss Americans backing the protest. Can you imagine? They're not going anywhere. If yeah. this idiot calls in the military against truck drivers? Can you imagine? It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that's that's just, that's crazy. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. If you want to give me a quick comment on the parody, that's great. If you would rather go to Twitter, go and do that there. It's just at Joe Talk Show. want to send me an email on it, go to JoePags.com, scroll down, and click on Contact, and we definitely want you to do that. Now, Carrie, you've got a stupid story out of, out of education again. The, the, these stories are like every single day. I mean, just tell me if I'm wrong about this. We can do two or three or four of these every single day. Absolutely. Yep. What do you have? Uh, also from the Daily Mail, Brooklyn College's woke president has banned campus police from carrying guns. And during a recent active shooter threat, the school was forced to call for help from other CUNY schools, which still allow armed patrols. Top Administrator Michelle Anderson, formerly a Yale Law School professor who specialized in rape law, yanked the Glock 19 pistols from peace officers on the Flatbush Midwood campus in early October last year after school officials said she was triggered by the side of a female campus security officer wearing a firearm. It is all somewhat ironic because this woman peace officer had been personally authorized to carry her Glock on school grounds by Anderson herself several years ago, a source told DailyMail.com. On February 3rd, the school issued an active shooter threat. At least 10 peace officers from five other institutions were called to respond to the shooting, while on-campus security were dispatched to collect their locked-up guns from lockers. While the threat was not acted on, the new edict raises questions of how the school can ensure the safety of students on campus in a city where gun, con- gun crime has risen 30% year-on-year, according to the latest NYPD crime statistics released on Wednesday. All right, so somebody was triggered by a police officer holding it or having a gun in a holster. He wasn't even holding it, wasn't running around, wasn't threatening anybody, just had it. It just existed. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, that's it. Police officers can't have guns. Oh, crap, there's a crime. Let's call somebody else to help us? Yeah. I mean, Carrie, I do understand the story, yes? Yes, you do. Yeah. What are we talking about, man? What the hell is going on? So if there's a crime, an active crime, you don't have somebody there on campus that can do something against somebody who's armed. You have to call in for help, and that's going to take more time where more crime can happen, all because one person was triggered? The story seems to say one person was triggered. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I heard it right, right? You did, yes. (sighs) Deep breath. I'm I'm trying to meditate a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> Good luck with that. Mass wagon. <sighs> Idiots. All right. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Are you triggered by the sight of a, a police officer with a sidearm? If you are, you might be an idiot. I mean, if you are, give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Do you want to send your kids to, to a, a school where there's no... Well, there's on-campus police, but they can't defend anybody. Because they don't have a sidearm? I, I just, I, I need to know. Maybe I'm just the crazy one.
It could be. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. I'm glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Appreciate you. Nice comments on the parody. Thank you for that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, make sure you stop by there. All the news stories of the day. We've got a writing staff now. They're putting up the news stories. You can see the videos of the interviews that I've done. You'll see the video is also listed there um, on on my website, JoePags.com, from yesterday's um, what was it? Uh, a crack rock, a crack pipe zero. I can't even get it right. Carrie, be honest with you. Crack pipe zero. Yes. Crack pipe zero. So uh, yeah, that's up there as well. Click on that. Go check it out. A lot of people have checked that out. We did. I did put up another video of uh, Joe Biden today. Do we want to do that one, Carrie? Let's do that video of Joe Biden today. Um, I just thought sure. this was excellent. I mean, this guy really yeah. shows what it means to be a world leader. Oh, by the way, is it me or is every news outlet in America now saying, oh, that's it, Russia's going in, they're going to invade? I have heard that, yes. Yep. You know, how, how do you fix the economy? Well, you start a war. How do, how do you how do you fix your approval rating? You start a war. Mm-hmm. They're making Russia the bad guy, the boogeyman, and they're trying to make Biden benefit from this. All right, this is um, sitting down. This is in, on the screen, it shows it's an NBC exclusive, NBC News exclusive. Lester Holtz one-on-one with President Biden. NBC News exclusive, Kerry. Okay. Here's what Biden had to say. And there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. What? No way that was going to happen. So what was he trying to do? Oh, goodness. Uh, it's exclusive. That was exclusively a for NBC places. News. Uh, <laughs> there was no way we were going to reunite um, Ukraine. Ukraine. Um, Iraq, I think he says Iraq, um, Afghanistan. I mean, they makes his face. He's just like, he's in pain. You know, I, I happened to check out some Joe Biden video last night where, where Thomas Sowell is sitting in front of him, um, and the judiciary committee in the Senate back in the day, like in the late eighties, early nineties. And man, Biden's just on his game. I mean, he, he's an idiot and, and he was a racist and I didn't like what he had to say, but man, he was quick. He was quick. He was snappy. He asked questions. He he made faces that were appropriate for the moment. Uh, I don't know who this guy is now. Uh, before anybody writes me any stupid, e- Carrie, can I just out, mm-hmm. can I out the stupid emails, please? please? Don't write me stupid emails about how Joe Biden is is dead and this is some imposter. Stop it. That's stupid. And you know what they they say? It they send me those emails and they say, well, look at his earlobes. A couple of things. It's clear to me Joe Biden has had several plastic surgeries on his face. That's clear to me. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. The second thing is clear. I think some of you are sending me pictures that are inverted. One of his earlobes goes in. The other one doesn't go in. It just attaches. Stop it. Stop it. It's the same idiots that keep on saying that Michelle Obama's really Mike. No, she's not. Stop it. Now, trust me, just that I brought that up, they're not going to send me a bunch of links because this, this is where these people live. It's very strange. But this is the guy who's supposed to be the commander-in-chief of our armed forces. And there was no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. Okay, so go to Rumble. There's a link 
right there at my website. And you can see that in all its glory. Send that to your friends who think this guy is somehow a good president or is somehow better off because Trump is no longer in the office. Just going to throw it out there. Carrie, it's like an everyday thing. Every single day we could take Sometimes. something Biden does and we could just pop it right on there. We can. That's true. Now, Roger, in my, in my chat room, knock it off. I'm not playing the game here. Stop it. Uh, anyway, and I'm saying that because, again, this whole, that's not really Joe Biden and this whole, you know, that's not really Michelle Obama. And it's, I mean, stop. Let's beat them on the issues. Let's beat them on the issues. Let's beat them on what's right versus what's wrong. Let's, let's beat them on freedom and liberty in the Constitution, traditional American values, versus this sick progressivism where the central government would take everything over. You're literally losing the argument. Literally losing the argument simply by not having the argument. Beat them on the issues. Beat them on our values. Beat them on freedoms. Beat them on the Constitution. Stop falling prey to the garbage. And you're falling prey to it. Have I been that clean? I, have I been clear? clear? I mean, clear and clear. <sighs> I'm telling you, there are people in my chat room right now pushing it. They're all going to get kicked out. Carrie, I will kick that ass out. Uh, then do it. Absolutely. No more warnings. There's no doubt. I will kick that ass out. Next person says something stupid, they're gone. And when I go to the break, this will be fun. I'll scroll back through it, and I'll find the people being stupid. There you go. <laughs> That's what Get I'll do. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's uh, Robert, line one. Hi, Robert. How you doing, sir? I'm living the dream. You like that parody, huh? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, I'm actually a 13-year-old or 13-year Marine veteran of the Iraq War. Thank you, man. Uh, turned truck driver after I got out of the Corps. And, man, I, I think that the truck drivers up in Canada are doing a great job. But I like that. What I like to see is the head of state, which is the Queen of England, actually step in on Trudeau and, and replace him, because she does have the power to do that under their constitution. Yeah, I mean she's still their so, queen. She is still their queen, which yeah, is which is kind of amazing. Um, well, first and of all, she, well, could go, she could literally say, "I'm done with this. You're out." So, how are you in the Iraq War if you're 13 years old? Fill me in. No, I'm, I was. I've been in. The, I was in the Marine Corps for thirteen. I know, years. brother. I'm just kidding. Thank I'm you for your service. Years old. <laughs> you said you were thirteen years old. I didn't. So no, well, I, I appreciate I'm you, sorry. brother. No, no. Hey, th- thanks for what you and did then, for and us. As far as appreciate the other you. stuff you're talking about, like Biden and all the other stuff, he's an idiot. Yes. He withdrew from the Afghanistan war. You know. Yes. That was like the fall of Saigon. That was. That's just like them pictures. It was. You know. And then. You know, him talking about going and stepping toe-to-toe with Russia over Ukraine, he's never going to do that. He's a wood. That was the reason why Trump was so valuable, because he was, they never knew where he stood. He wasn't right. a wood. Right. And he and the president we have now, I hate to be bad-mouthing the president of the United States, but holy crap. No, no, know? feel free, feel we're, free. We're, we're really, really stepping in it to have, we're having a wood the president, and your progressiveness isn't ism is bad yeah. and that's part of the reason why we're going down the road that's why aoc thinks that she can run the table um robert i appreciate you thank you for calling in thank you for your service and i appreciate what you have to say you can call him a wuss if you want i mean what trump did was he made the world understand if you do something we're going to take action isis we're going to obliterate you syria you want to act stupidly boom here are some bombs the, the world was afraid of what he would do. Nobody's afraid of this guy. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, Ezra Levant, when we come back from Rebel News. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy on. He is the guy who is the publisher of Rebel News. If you haven't checked out Rebel News, you need to. It's Ezra Levant. Ezra, how are you? Good to see you. Well, thanks for having me. I tell you, it's not often that Canada makes the news in the United States. We're normally just that cold, boring place. (laughs) And we sort of like it that way, to be honest. But something amazing has happened over the last two weeks. A spontaneous, authentic rebellion Um, not led by anyone, not led by a super PAC or a political party, a true grassroots movement standing up to lockdowns and out-of-touch politicians just saying enough already. I'd say about 100,000 truckers or people in small trucks participated and about a million people along the road cheering them on. I think it's the greatest mass political uprising in Canadian history. I just can't even believe it's happening. It's it's a mass political uprising that we haven't seen in North America, period, in a very, very long time. And you sort of alluded to something off the top, Ezra, and I think it's very important. Are you surprised we didn't do it, that we didn't start it here? I, I got to be honest, I'm surprised we're not doing it yet, and we might. But to, to watch the backbone and, and the wherewithal that these truckers have in Canada, I kind of feel silly, to be honest with you, as an American, we usually set the pace. Are you surprised? In some ways, I am, because... Canada is a more left of center country than America. Your constitution is freer. You were born in revolution. We were born, you know, uh, through evolution. I mean, we didn't have a revolution. Well, she's still your queen, right? I mean, the the queen is still your queen, right? right? I mean, think about it. In fact, that's right. In fact, uh, a lot of people who lost the Revolutionary War came north to Canada. They were called United Empire Loyalists. And maybe that's why we're slightly more obedient as a nation than you are. But here's what happened. Um, All of our checks and balances failed. In the United States, you have some states like Florida, governed by Ron DeSantis, who've taken a different approach than, let's say, New York. You've had some court rulings that have stopped some of the most absurd lockdowns. You have a diversity, maybe not a lot of diversity, but you do have some media pushing back on the narrative. You have some professors, some like you, you you have a healthy system of checks and balances right in Canada. We don't every political party that was both in government and opposition was in favor of the lockdowns, even the so-called conservative parties. Our courts have not struck down a single part of the lockdowns. Our media is unanimous. And because of this, we had the worst lockdowns you can imagine. The province of Quebec with eight and a half million people had a curfew every night from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Whether you were vaxxed or not, whether you were healthy or not, it treated grown-ups like children. It treated innocent people like criminals. Right. So, yes, we're more passive and obedient, but because our system failed us so badly and the lockdown was so harsh, we had to, this spontaneously happened to fix it. This became the official opposition. And let me throw a quick statistic at you. Sure. I saw a poll a week ago that 32% of Canadians see themselves reflected in the truckers. Canada is a multi-party democracy. It's not just two parties. Yeah. So that would immediately put them in first place if they were a political party. From two weeks, from zero to first place in two weeks, because they're the first people standing up for Canadians. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, it's, it's Ezra Levant. Go and uh, follow Rebel News. It is rebelnews.com, right? 
That's right. And we have citizen journalists. We we have 52 staff altogether, but only one of them has a journalism degree. Wow. The rest are just ordinary folks who just pick up their phone and show the stories. And that's what you'll find. You might not agree with our point of view. Not everyone does. But for example, right now, we have two journalists on the ambassador bridge between Detroit and Windsor. So we're showing you what's happened. Yeah. We've got uh, reporters embedded with the truckers that are on the blockade between the Montana-Alberta border. In fact, they were in the room when the truckers were negotiating with the Mounties. So what we lack in formal journalistic training, we make up for by just our motto is telling the other side of the story. Just show people the facts wherever they lead. Don't tell anybody. I was a television news anchor for 14 years, and I've I've won several dozen or two dozen plus uh, awards in journalism. I don't have a journalism degree. I was a music major in college. Don't tell anybody. So you don't have to have a journalism degree to be be observant. You don't have to have a journalism degree to actually keep a journal. I mean, it's from the French word jour, which means day. Keep keep a note of the day and show us. Nobody's showing us the Windsor Bridge. I mean, we're seeing it now from you. We're seeing it now from people like uh, Ivory Hecker, who is an independent journalist here in America. Um, our, our American journalism isn't allegedly, our outlets aren't allegedly um, owned or run by the state, although they are complicit with the state. Are you telling me that, that all of the mainstream journalism in Canada is in fact state run? Well, um, the largest media company in Canada, it's called the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Right. It's a state broadcaster. It's larger than the entire private media combined. Would it, would it, so be, like, would it be like NPR here? Oh, it would be worse. It, really? Uh, it's not quite as bad. It's sort of like the BBC, but it, it okay. just absolutely runs errands for the government. But here's the thing. So they're actually owned by Trudeau. But Trudeau rents the rest of the media okay. because he has an annual bailout hundreds of millions of dollars. So literally 99% of Canadian journalists have signed up for Trudeau's bailout. Well, you can't really speak honestly about the man who's paying you. And so, so many Canadian journalists are happy just to repeat his talking points. There's about five media companies, all of them small, that just say we're not taking the dough, and Rebel News is one of them. It's in our name. You can't really be a rebel if you're taking (laughs) cash from the prime minister. That's true. And um, when I was saying we didn't go to journalism school, I I was just saying, I, I mean, like you say, if you have natural curiosity about the world, can you ask some interesting questions? These days, journalism school, they teach a lot of critical race theory yes. and Marxism. So they're not even really teaching journalism. They're teaching ideology. And I think people are sick of that. And th- this truckers, I mean... I'm a right of center guy, but this is a workers rebellion. Right. And you have tow truck drivers standing in solidarity saying, I'm not going to tow these. And you have farmers bringing their farm implements out. This is what the left used to talk about. Workers of the world unite solidarity forever. You know, it's like a general strike is the way I would describe it. And it's amazing. Orwell said in his book, 1984, if there's to be any hope, it's from the proles. That was his nickname for the proletariat. Right. And that's the amazing thing. Canada was saved not by a PhD, not by some fancy pundit or politician. Canada is being saved by working men and women, many of the minorities. The trucking industry in Canada is very diverse. There's a lot of Sikh Indo-Canadian drivers, a lot of indigenous people. Right. So it's a very colorful group of people. I got to tell you, I haven't heard the word freedom hollered so much in my entire life 
as I have these past two weeks. And again, I thought Canadians didn't really care a lot about freedom. Yeah. Shame on me. There was this deep, latent belief in freedom. It's it's a wonderful moment. It's amazing to watch, and we're able to watch it through your eyes and your lenses. It's uh, Ezra Levant from Rebel News. Go to rebelnews.com. He's the publisher of Rebel News. Um, I've got to ask you, I don't know this, uh, whether it's a fact or not. Here in America, we've got the First Amendment that includes the freedom of the press. That freedom of the press was put in there by the founding fathers to say, keep government in check. Question them. Be skeptical of them. Of course, as I said earlier, they become complicit, generally speaking, but I can still do my show and call, uh, call government into question. If they try to stop me, I've got my First Amendment right. Does that exist in Canada? We have a constitution also, but let me give you a 60-second little legal Please. analysis. Your Bill of Rights, the First Amendment is free speech. It's the very first thing. Our constitution, it's called, we have something called the Charter of Rights, but free speech is the second thing. Okay. The first thing, section one, says every freedom that's about to be listed is subject to an infringement if it's demonstrably justifiable. Well, who, who decides so, that? <laughs> well, the courts and the politicians. So we have freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of mobility. We have all we have most of the rights you have, but they start at number two. Yeah. Because number one is this universal like asterisk or caveat right. that everything we're about to say is subject to limitation. Well, then that's not much of a constitution. And I say again, there have been dozens of attempts to use the courts to strengthen our freedoms these last two years. Every single one of them has been denied because we don't have your Because of number one. Yes. Yes, and we don't have the culture of freedom. Remember, the Soviet Union had a constitution that looked wonderful on paper, yeah. but they didn't have the culture of freedom. So it's not just the paper that matters. You've got to keep it active in your hearts. Right. And the ACLU, they used to know that, but they've been AWOL on a lot of this stuff. Absolutely. In Canada, our version of the ACLU, they're actually, Amnesty International, just today, they came out against the truckers. What? The truckers Amazing. are fighting for human rights, and all these so-called civil libertarians are on the side of big government and their police enforcement. Although there's a far-left push in this country, you're right. Our Constitution is literally a document restricting the government's ability to take away my freedoms. And it sounds like number one for you guys makes all of that moot, which is crazy. It's Ezra Levant, he is the uh, publisher of Rebel News. I've got maybe two, maybe three, if we can squeeze it out, Ezra, minutes left. Fill us in. I've got 165 stations, five to six million listeners, and a lot of people watching the video portion of this. Plus, I'll put it out later for more people to see. Fill us in on what exactly it is that we're not seeing. And I'll give you a, a couple of things as starters. Um, I, I saw Justin Trudeau say that it's a bunch of white supremacists, racists that are just starting trouble and, and upsetting people in Ottawa. And we shouldn't take this. Those peaceful people deserve better than this. He is, of course, painting them with the same brush that we've seen Antifa and BLM paint people in this country for the past two years. Yeah. Uh, any truth to what he said? And is this just a game uh, to make us go against the truckers? You know, it's a bit ironic. Justin Trudeau is very famous for dressing up in blackface. Yep. For him to call anyone else racist is, is a bit much. Like I say, the truckers are very diverse. I went to Ottawa when the truckers first arrived. It felt like a festival, like uh, Canada Day, our version of the 4th of July. And to see people dancing and waving Canadian flags, there may have been one or two agents provocateurs there, sort of like the Lincoln Project yes. in the United States. Exactly. They show up uh, with a false flag. But it's, you know, it's so obviously peaceful. That's the thing. Not a single 
arrest for violence. No one, like, it's very Canadian protest. These are just law-abiding guys who have had enough. It's a form of civil, civil disobedience, yes. I'll grant you that. Yeah. When you won't move your truck, all right, you are, but that's not a crime. That's a that's a ticket. Yeah. It's a parking ticket. Right. And they were honking their horns, but a court said stop, and they stopped. Yeah. So this is a very polite revolution, which is what you'd expect from Canada. Trudeau is plunging in the polls because both sides are upset with him. The lockdownists are saying, why don't you crush them? And the truckers are saying, this guy is not giving us our freedoms. Right. It may be what undoes Justin Trudeau. The, the declaration of emergency today, where was that and what does that actually do in Canada? When somebody declares an emergency, what can happen? Well, that was in the province of Ontario, where you have Ottawa, the capital, and you have Windsor, which is the Ambassador Bridge. Look, the the, the government has all the powers it needs to, to take care of these things. They can issue tickets. If someone's trespassing, they can tow a truck. They're just trying to th- uh, thump their chest a bit because, you know, like I say, the police actually haven't gone in heavy because they either – because they probably don't want the conflict. A lot of these right. truckers have their families with them, like wives and children in, in Ottawa. A lot of the trucks have, have children. The ones on the Ambassador Bridge, I think those will likely be cleared out. Today, a judge issued an injunction that they had to get off by 7 p.m. I don't know if that's happened yet, but um, I think you will see very peaceful towing of trucks off of that Ambassador Bridge, and that probably makes sense. It's such an important economic bridge. Right. But I think Trudeau's afraid to go full Tiananmen Square, God forbid, on people because he's already tenuous enough. By the way, quick fact, three of his MPs have broken ranks and denounced his approach, said Good. he's too demonizing of the truckers and he should be more moderate. That never happens right. for the governing party to lose three MPs on this issue. They haven't crossed the floor, so to speak, yeah. but they've come up publicly against their leader. That never happens in Canada. It's Ezra Levant. He's the publisher of Rebel News. Go to rebelnews.com. This, their coverage has been, has been incredible. It's why I reached out to you on Twitter. Thank you for seeing my note. Um, I've got to ask you this. I'm hearing now that cities quietly are starting to go, eh, we're okay with you not doing the mandate. Is that slowly but surely happening? Because it's not being reported widely. You guys are. Tell, tell my audience whether that's happening and if, if that might catch fire. That absolutely is happening. Earlier today, the province of Manitoba, which is just north of Minnesota, announced they're getting rid of their vaccine mandate. Earlier this week, the province of Alberta, which is north of Montana, Idaho, the province of Saskatchewan, all, um, these have all announced that they are ending their vaccine passports. And the only new intervening fact has been the truckers. The truckers have done more for freedom in two weeks than all other institutions combined in two years. And Justin Trudeau's worried that they might actually topple him. It could happen. These truckers have nothing to lose. They've already, if they don't stand up now, they're gonna lose their jobs because Trudeau's saying you can't drive uh, long haul if you're not vaxxed. So it's just, it's a wonderful thing. I I feel like it's almost like a Berlin Wall moment in Canada. Obviously we weren't under that kind of totalitarianism, but every day it's getting stricter here. The truckers are here to save us. And I'm, I'm finding it a wonderful patriotic moment. It really has restored my faith in our country. One last question with Ezra Levant from uh, rebelnews.com. Make sure you go there and check out the great, um, uh, the great coverage. 
And the question's got to be, is Justin, I think the guy's a weasel. I don't know enough about him, but I think he's a weasel. We have enough problems with Joe Biden, but I'm not impressed by Justin Trudeau. His history, I think he's a good-looking guy that probably got elected because he's a good-looking guy. But the things he said that we've seen are ridiculous. Is he a smart enough politician, Ezra, to say, you know what, the science has changed, therefore we won't do the mandates anymore to save his country? Well, he... I think the answer would normally be yes, he could get away with that. But when he has been so verbally vicious towards the truckers, right. for him to change course would really be to lose face. Yeah, how do you take it and back? He's right. very, yeah, I mean, Joe Biden has been a little bit more careful. Joe Biden likes to pretend he's a working class guy. I'm not sure if that's true. He's not. So yeah. he hasn't demonized the truckers. Trudeau has called them Nazis, which is so shocking. So how do you then give the Nazis what they want? How can you meet with the Nazis? You, I mean, if that's what you really believe. Right. So he's painted himself in a corner. I think the solution to this, Joe, might come if Joe Biden says, the science has changed. We're going to get rid of the vaccine mandate on our side of the border. Gotcha. So obviously Canada would have to drop its because these truckers do round trips, right? right? So you can't have a vaccine mandate only on one side. So Joe Biden, ironically, could save Justin Trudeau by saying, guess what, guys? It's been such a great success. We're getting rid of the vaccine mandate. Truckers, I love you. I always have. <laughs> Big win for Joe Biden. Stops supply chain issues. Looks like a hero. Solves a diplomatic yeah. issue on that bridge. And Justin Trudeau says, uh, all right, fine, me too. That could be the ending here. I hadn't even thought about it. That's a great angle. Thank you for bringing that up. Ezra Levant, he's the publisher of rebelnews.com. Make sure you go there. My dad was a truck driver. I drove dump trucks with him. I get it. I understand these guys and gals. And they really are the backbone of North America. And I hope that they win. Looks like they're probably going to. Ezra, can we do it again? Thanks for coming on. Love to. Thanks for your hospitality. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pegg Show. I appreciate you stopping by. You know, having Ezra on was a, a really important thing for me. I reached out to him on Twitter, as I said, yesterday or the day before. It might have even been the day before that. But having him on to give us a real view of what's happening in Canada from somebody in Canada is important because CNN and MSNBC and CNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, they're all complicit in, um, in making it look like these are bad people that are doing bad things. And that's to make Biden and Trudeau look good. I just wanted the real story, and then we can make our own decisions. I support what the truckers are doing. They've done it peacefully. They just want freedom. That's not asking much. They want informed consent. That's not asking much. I'm glad he came on. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.